Mix in the Dark. Hey, what's up? It's Mai Yang from Mix in the Dark. I want to thank you all for your kind words. I think that was all I really needed to get me going again. To me, it is so amazing to know that there are people out there who are mere strangers to me that can give me just a few seconds or minutes of their day to send me an encouraging message. This gives me hope for the world. Thank you. In this episode, we will talk about dreams. Depending on your beliefs, dreams may have different meanings. They can be a reflection and symbol of your current life struggles and or experiences. They may reflect what you think about often, or they may mean nothing at all. Some people believe that when you have recurring dreams involving the same person, someone or something is trying to connect with you or send you a message. I don't know about you, but I am usually able to control myself and my dreams if I know that I am dreaming, and I usually do. I cannot tell time in my dreams, so one way that I can tell if I'm dreaming is if I look at a watch or a clock. If it does not show the time or if I cannot read the time, then I know that I am dreaming. If I ever get scared in a dream, I check the clock to confirm that I am dreaming. When I have confirmed that I am dreaming, then I can manipulate the outcome. My dreams are really strange. I feel when I am dreaming, I am living in a different life with the same people because my dreams tend to build onto each other. I can remember what happened in the past dreams and use that memory in my current dream. When I have recurring dreams, I don't make the same decision because I remember the outcome from the past dreams. It's all really fascinating, but also really strange. In this particular episode, the authors talk about their own dreams. Some have been able to make sense of their dreams by connecting it to their lives. Some are still wondering why they have those dreams. I'm curious if these dreams mean something or nothing at all. Please enjoy. Story 1 I was about 7 years old. I remember one night we were all in our bedrooms sleeping when I saw the lights from underneath the door turned on. I told my mom and she told me to go turn it off. I began to walk toward the door to turn the lights off, but to my surprise, I saw the lights turn off since the light underneath the door suddenly turned black again. I didn't think anything of it and I told my mom that the lights were off. Later that night, my brother went to use the bathroom. He came to wake me up and explained that he was seeing the same thing I saw earlier, the lights turning on in the hallway. I got up to observe. That was when I heard what seemed like a lot of people in the living room as if there was a party going on. I turned the doorknob just a bit and the lights suddenly turned off. The noise got quiet as soon as I opened the door. Nothing else happened after. A few years later, there was this one day that my mom explained to us that she had to go to the doctor because she was in a lot of pain. She said that they were planning to come take her that night and that they were preparing a funeral. But because we were there crying and waiting for her to come back, they did not accomplish what they came to do. When we moved into another house years later, my little brother kept waking up and telling my mom that he had been seeing a figure come out of the bathroom with a red face scaring him. He told my mom to hooply, but she said we go to church and that we do not do that. It has been a few weeks now, and this incident kept happening. Eventually, that figure that my brother kept seeing found enough strength to sit on top of him through sleep paralysis episodes. One morning, that ghost decided to mess with my brothers and I. I remember being half awake and half asleep when I felt something hitting my face. My brother told me that morning that it took a branch and was hitting me in the face with it. 
After a while, my brothers and I decided that we were going to catch that ghost that was messing with my little brother. We all slept in the living room thinking we were prepared to do what it took to catch it. I slept facing the kitchen. It seemed like such a long night before something finally happened. I saw a dark ghost walking from the hallway into the kitchen. I was so scared I covered my face. My brothers jumped up and we all ran to the room. One of my brothers said that the ghost was looking at us. Eventually, my brother started having seizures from this. There was a time he and I were sleeping in our bunk bed. I had the bottom bunk and he the top. He started shaking from the top bunk. I got up to go check on him. He was sitting and it looked like someone was choking him. I called his name and it seemed like it let him go because he suddenly fell back. These seizures don't seem normal. These incidents are not normal. Story 2 This situation happened about two years ago when my siblings and I were still living in Bender. It was summertime and I was taking my dog out for a walk to use the bathroom. We were about two houses down when I heard someone call my name. I looked around and saw my first cousin there with some of his boys. I asked him why he was there and he told me that one of his boys' grandma had passed away and they were there too jeanement. While we talked, my dog went crazy. I didn't think too much because this was typical behavior for him. Nothing happened until two days later. My boyfriend slept over because it was the weekend and we decided that we would just stay in to hang out. That night, we were sleeping and I had a weird dream. I want to make a side note that I get sleep paralysis episodes often. Anyway, the dream went like this. My grandma is a shaman, and in my dream, I was talking with her and she told me that one of my grandmas had passed. In my dream, I knew that no one passed, and I kept asking her, which grandma? What is her name? And are you sure that she is my grandma? My grandma kept saying that your grandma, whose last name is Vang, has passed. Then all of a sudden, the dream changed. I am in bed. I looked around the room, confused. I saw my boyfriend sleeping on my right. I noticed that my arm was above his head. I tried to move, but I couldn't. That was when I thought to myself, oh great, another sleep paralysis moment. I turned to my left side toward the door. There was a Hmong lady right next to me. She had the typical Hmong clothes, a black long sleeve shirt with stripes at the end of the sleeves and the red and green sash in the front. I couldn't see her face due to all the long hair in the front, and it freaked me out even more, knowing that she was right next to me, possibly on her knees because I couldn't see anything but her upper torso. I tried to break out of the sleep paralysis, but every time I started to get loose, my arms would be forced back down. I kept an eye on the ghost lady the whole time, so I knew that it wasn't her. After a couple of times trying to break from the paralysis, I finally gave up. I then remembered that my arm was above my boyfriend's head. I started pulling his hair. I had no success because he did not wake me up from my dream. I was finally able to break from the dream. I woke up and sat up scared and unsure what to do. That's when my boyfriend woke up. He asked if everything was okay, and I just broke down because I had never had a sleep paralysis experience like that before. I asked him if he felt me pulling his hair. 
He said yes, he did, but he wasn't sure because I was sleeping the whole time, so he chose to ignore it. I did not sleep for the rest of the night. When morning arrived, I decided to tell my sister because we all experienced paranormal stuff. She said something that made me realize I wasn't just delusional and that my dream was real. Two nights before, she saw the same lady in her dreams. When the lady came to her, she saw the lady had two little girls. They were on both sides of her, holding both her arms down, while the lady just sat on my sister looking down at her. That freaked both of us out to have seen the same exact lady. We just chose to ignore it and move on with our lives. It was about five months after we went to my first cousin's house that we told her this story. She freaked out and told me that she had gotten goosebumps because my cousin's guy friend's grandma was a Hmong Vang who passed away during our strange sleep paralysis episodes. That was surely not a coincidence. Story 3 In December of 2021, my wife's uncle, who is my father-in-law's oldest brother, passed away due to cancer. Prior to his passing, our uncle's family and my father-in-law's relatives did everything they could to save him. Almost every weekend was a gathering to unname for my uncle. As the weeks passed, our uncle got skinnier and skinnier. He got so skinny that he was nothing but skin and bones. You could see the bone structure on his face. You could see the bone structures on his ribcage. I heard from one of my brother-in-laws that according to a shaman, my uncle's condition had to do with a debt that he owed to our late grandma, his mother. My wife, on the other hand, said that the doctors found out that there were some chemicals in his body, and those chemicals were chemicals that my uncle used from farming. I'm not too sure which is true, but I personally believe that it could be both. On the night of our uncle's passing, he was dressed up. Our aunt and his children all took turns holding him while he sat on the couch. Our uncle could no longer talk, but he could still breathe. You could tell that he did not want to go and fought hard to stay alive by the way he was breathing. While our aunt was crying and rubbing his face, I saw tears streaming down his face and it also broke me into tears. It was very heartbreaking to see. After sitting on the couch for a few hours, they laid our uncle down. Not long after, our uncle threw up some blood and finally took his last breath. This was my first time witnessing someone's passing in person. I did a lot of self-reflecting that night and saw just how precious life is. I went suicidal back in March of 2021 because of all the unnecessary hardships and pain my dad gave my wife and I in our first year of marriage. Had my wife not saved me, I would have succeeded with my plan. My wife would have easily been in our aunt's shoes, and that was also another reason why it broke me into tears. My wife and I stayed at our uncle's house until the funeral people came by to pick up his body. On the same night of our uncle's passing, my wife and I came home and slept. I had a dream that I was in a cabin. In my dream, I was sleeping on a bed in a small living room, and to my right was my wife. Our uncle appeared in my dreams too. He was dead. His body was in the same body bag that the funeral people put him in. His body was next to me. It was really heavy, so I got off the bed to push it down. When I got up from the bed, 
the body bag was halfway opened. I saw our uncle's upper body. I knew something was strange about the outfit because I recall our uncle wearing a tie when he was dressed up, and this time in my dream, he did not wear a tie. I saw that our uncle's body wasn't properly displayed as a dead body that you would normally see at a funeral. As I adjusted his body, his eyes widened, and he slowly rose from the body bag. My heart started racing, and I immediately grabbed my phone and headphones. When I turned around, it was no longer our uncle. It had my uncle's bone-structured face, but it was an old Hmong woman with short and gray curly hair and wearing a Hmong shirt with neon green designs around it. She looked back at me and grunted in a chilling voice. Meaning, son-in-law, your heart has a desire to hurt. I was speechless and shook my head no until I woke up to my wife rubbing my face to calm me down. The fear I had in my dream was so indescribable that my heart was racing. I looked at the time. It was almost 4 a.m. I immediately texted my sister-in-law who was a shaman and told her about my dream. After texting my sister-in-law, I was so scared that I stayed up for two hours and finally fell asleep. Later that morning, when my wife and I woke up, I showed her the text I had sent to my sister-in-law. I asked her what did I do that woke her up to calm me down. She said it sounded like I was crying. That just shows how scared I was. In the evening, my sister-in-law finally responded to my text and said, Your soul is shaken due to this death. This new year when we get our angels, I will call your soul back. That lady is another relative. Don't worry about her. A dream to be cautious of is if you're in someone's funeral and if that person is someone you know, then that person may be ill. Not sure if that makes sense, but I think I know what she means. About a week or so later, I talked to one of my second cousins who is also married into the family and is one of our uncle's son-in-law. I asked if he had a dream about our uncle. He said no, but the other family members did. I did not ask him what their dreams were, but I told him my dream, and he said that he's heard from the OGs that sometimes when you have a dream like that after someone's death, it probably is because they can sense that their death is making you over-reflect your own pain and sadness, so they scare you on purpose to stop you from doing so. Thank you for listening to Mix in the Dark. I am your host, Mai Ying. Mix in the Dark is available on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast series. If you have a story that you would like to share, please send it to mixinthedark at gmail.com. If there's a story that you really enjoyed, feel free to hit up my tip jar on Venmo. Just search Mix in the Dark on the business tab.